Welcome back. We took a bit of a break to gather our bearings after the festive fixtures, but we're back, we're here, and better than ever. Uh, This week we're going to review our bets from last episode and recap matches dating back to January 13. We'll also give you our best bets for the midweek fixtures starting January 20th. All that and more on this week's episode of Hammer the Over. After the break, hope everyone's uh, hope everyone's doing well. You know, hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, and uh, ready to one enjoy thing, some more footy. Yeah, and one thing that we do know is that everyone probably has more money in their wallets than they normally would if they were listening to us. Mm-hmm. So there's one there's one positive of us taking a week off is that you guys get to hold that money. Until we give you some terrible picks for this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's this plan. Exactly. Uh, and on that note, let's take a quick look at our bets from last week's episode, which were um, not great, not the worst. Actually, they probably were the worst, but here we go. Um, my bets, Eric, Shay, were over two and down three units mm-hmm. whiffed on Newcastle whiffed on the Arsenal Palace over and Spurs versus Villa got rescheduled which that definitely would have been a winner so it wouldn't have been down as bad but no, <laughs> where we landed yeah um and Sasha right there with me oh and three down three units uh Wolves pick them whiffed on that Newcastle money line whiffed on that Arsenal Palace over, whiffed on that, and Spurs Villa being rescheduled. Saved you like it saved me. <laughs> I do want my money back on on the on the Wolves pick'em. I thought they'd be better. But that I we'll, we'll we'll touch on the Sasha theory of Wolves later on in the episode. But that was mm-hmm. one where I couldn't tell if that proves a theory or not, because I don't know whether or not Everton is good. So you kind of get lost in the sauce on that one. You kind of do get lost in the sauce. Bad sign for Everton, maybe. Maybe it's a bad sign for Everton. Maybe Everton is bad. Yeah, yeah. If you beat Wolves, that means you're bad. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hands in property. Something (laughs) like that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's uh let's start the let's start the review with uh uh, all the matches starting on January 13th. Um, Man City, just a, just a results team now. One over is Brighton. I mean, that's just... What do you say about that? It's I that. mean, I'll say, I'll say if maybe I listen back to our podcast and take my own goddamn advice, I could have made money off of this. Because <laughs> I said in the last episode, I was like, I'm pretty tempted by that under three at plus 105. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think if not for City's performance later in the week or on the weekend against Palace, 
Mm-hmm. Some people might be calling city their under daddies. I mean, not us, not since us. we can't speak those words on this contractually. podcast. Contractually. But some people might say, are city under daddies now? Some people might say. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is that Man City is... Uh, they are they are very uh extremely 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 results driven this year. I mean, for what it's worth, the the xG was two point nine, and they only scored one goal. But it wasn't like two point nine. But it wasn't like real a real two point nine. You know, there wasn't like any like big 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 chances. It was kind of just like a trickle in. It was a collection of shitty chances. So like the the nerds XG was two point nine, but the eye test XG was like yeah, you know, yeah, one point exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, next up we have Spurs one, your Fulham one. I mean, and this is one of those ones that is what's going to make the schedule for the rest of the year wacky because this was a rescheduled game, but. I know Fulham went down early, but they really did have some solid chances. And I think that they, they could have won this one at many points, which in retrospect would have been very helpful given their, given their result against Chelsea later in the week. But looking at this like in a silo as like just this one match, yeah, of course I'll take the, the one point, a draw against Spurs, especially the way Spurs have been playing this season. Uh, but Sooner rather than later, Fulham's going to start racking up three points at a time and not just one point at a time. Dude, I think, honestly, it's like, it's been a rough, uh, like a rough run of games for, for Fulham, you know, in terms of, so they had, they had Spurs and Chelsea last week that have United this week. I mean, you have to start playing the shitty team soon, right? Yeah, like this is the this is the gauntlet that we're in the middle of now. And then after this United game, we have Brighton, West Brom, Leicester, who we beat earlier in the season, West Ham, Everton, who who knows if they're good, and then Sheffield Palace, and then back to Liverpool City and those types of teams. But I think after this United match, we got to come out with like some, some W's against the likes of Brighton, West Brom, West Ham, Everton, hopefully Sheffield. If we don't beat Sheffield, we're fucked. (laughs) Yep. Um, next up, uh, we have, uh, Arsenal palace, uh, Zero zero. I mean, this was kind of like more of the same. And for me, this uh, this lineup really crystallized, uh, really crystallized, kind of like what needs to, what kind of things like like it, it felt like Arsenal was was trying to kind of do the old Arsenal, the pre. Emil Smith Rowe Arsenal, even though he played in this game, but he wasn't like kind, he didn't have that same energy. And mm. it was very obvious that Palace kind of came to not play. <laughs> <laughs> like a better word, right? Like they came to 
hey, we're going to be annoying. It's not. It's going to be a, a rough game. We're gonna we're gonna foul. We're just not going to be able to generate too many too many quality quality chances. That's exactly what happened. Um, obviously, viewing this result in the context of now knowing that then Arsenal went on to beat Newcastle three zero. There's a little bit less of like panic around it, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But in the greater scheme of things, I mean, you're going to have these types of results against a team like Palace. Palace, I think, is now in like survival mode, personally. Yeah, yeah. Now they're all of a sudden are in survival mode. Like they're not is, is okay. um, what was it? Is Party like? Is he alive or dead? Like, because he played in the Palace game for a hot second, but then he didn't play in the Newcastle game at all, right? He's like, no, he played. He played in the Newcastle game. He's, uh, I don't know. He's been he's been okay. He hasn't been like as good as as good as promised. He, they really need more out of him. To be honest with you, like, it's just so fucking expensive. In the in the right. like, in the light of things that like knowing that the 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 people that are saving the season are the academy kids, and you have all these like overpaid stars just not doing anything. <laughs> it's just really annoying. It's frustrating. You no, know, yeah, it's frustrating because you know you were like, well, they could have just upgraded the academy stats or tripled the size of the academy or done something with it, right? Made the pipeline bigger instead of like depending on these. Yep. Transfers, you know what I mean? It's just I don't know. Um. Okay, moving on. Saturday, January sixteenth. So we got to talk about the game, right? Wolves two, West Brom three. This is like, dude. This is this is Wolves. This, this is, is Wolves. So this basically proves Sasha Everton are bad, and it proves that Everton, Everton are bad. bad. Everton yep. are bad. <laughs> That's what it proves. Yep. That's what we learned in this game. People think that what we learned in this game is Is that wolves are bad, but that's not true. That's not true. Wolves are wolves. Wolves are wolves. West Brom are bad. Everton are bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we learned. Facts facts only. So I think that's what I was thinking before. We we had been calling it just your theory of wolves, but what is, what is it in science when like, what do they call it in science when something has been like proven to be a fact? Law. A law. Yep. Sasha's <laughs> law of wolves. Now it has been upgraded to Sasha's law of wolves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, like, I mean, I think this was, I think this is the first, the first game that West Brom's done anything in. Like anything, literally. Yeah. Anything. Which is, that's just fine and dandy for Fulham's sake. But um, yeah, I none of that. No more of that. This is their one. Do they play Wolves again? I hope they don't. <laughs> I can't get another three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild, man. I just don't know. It's truly stunning. It's really hard to understand how they look so bad against bad teams. It's wild. I don't get it. Like, you would have thought by now or maybe like seven matches ago, Nuno would just be at practice at training every single day and just be like, 
we can't play down to our competition. We can't play down to our competition. Like that's their, that's been their biggest problem the entire season. They just need to get up for these games and they just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Leeds zero, Brighton one. Frustrating result for my adopted over dads. And indeed, yeah. it's like, and the the sad part isn't the fact that Brian like outplayed them. The sad part is that Leeds had an XG of 0.25. Which is like, so how I was, when I looked at the max outs after that one, I was like, this just doesn't add up. There's 67% possession and they could only generate enough chances for 0.3 XG. Like, right? come on. Be better. Really- who, who are Leeds now? I mean, they're still they're still my over dads. I had the I had the over before that game got canceled. Uh, I, without even looking at without even looking at it, I was just like, it's fine. But hey, uh, the uh, the next game, West Ham Burnley. Um, I mean, Burnley ruining every over. That's they're the antidote. You they're know. the antidote, yeah, for sure. Fun Another thing one for- ho hum one zero loss. Like that's just yeah. like a day in the mines for Burnley, losing one zero. That's just what they do. A fun thing is that uh, Michael Antonio, the West Ham striker, per mm-hmm. Optijo, uh is the fourth player to reach forty goals for West Ham United. He's like Korea. a proper legend right now. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. What? Wait, who are the other three? Does it say? Uh, Paulo Paulo Canio, Mark Noble, and Carton Cole. Well, yeah, Mark Noble makes sense because he's been on West Ham for what 45, 55 years. <laughs> How <laughs> old so is Mark that's Noble? Like, he averages one goal per year, <laughs> and that puts him at forty. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's crazy, kind of shocking, man. though. That's cr- that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. The game. I don't think you want to talk about Fulham Chelsea. Oh, permission to rant. Permission granted. Can I rant here? I mean, Chelsea had their chances early. For sure, which we have to think everyone expected. You know, they're they're higher up in the table. They're you know a uh, perennially top six team, but Ariel was playing incredibly for Fulham in net, and I felt really confident in at least like a zero zero draw, if not Fulham coming away with three points. Um, you know, especially after Caballero had that chance. I mean, he missed that chance from like eight yards out, but there was an awesome build up there, and I was like, wow, we're 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 cooking. So that was my mindset until the Robinson red card, which was, it's like when you watch that replay at full speed, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, clearly he's going for the ball and there wasn't any sort of like malicious intent, but he just got there a split second late. And I think it was as Pula had just like just kicked the ball away. But then of course does a Oscar worthy sell job on it. Yeah, And it was just, you know, a twofold bummer because one, obviously playing with 10 guys sucks, but Robinson has been arguably Fulham's best player this season. Um, And 
of course, that just ended up being the turning point of the game going into halftime. Um, and Fulham actually even had a few decent chances after halftime with 10 guys. I but agree. It was just, they were just asking way too much of Ariola, who played, who was beastly. He was so good. And especially with Robinson out. And it just ended up being only a matter of time before Chelsea got a, a dink and dunk and put one in. But it just sucks because, like, I think Fulham have the most red cards in the league this season. and It certainly feels like it. One Like, that game against Newcastle, that should have been three points for us. We I can confidently say we would have gotten at least one point out of this one if we didn't get um, a red card. And it's just like, they're just... They're not the team who can leave points out there this season. I know. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll get to talk about Fulham three times on this episode since um, we'll talk about their match against United. But, yeah, that was horseshit. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, some not fun stats about uh, Fulham per Optijo. And the, they're winless in their last 19 London derbies. Sick, sick. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think they've, they haven't won a game since, like, November, I don't think. They've r- rattled off a bunch of ties. I think the last time they won might have been that Leicester game. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> You're right. Being oh. the league leaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. That is fun. All right, uh, Leicester Southampton. Is Southampton Speaking of now? the league leaders, you, no, I think we're just getting the real Southampton now. This I think, is I think they were just way overperforming in uh, the beginning of the season. They were just like hitting their XG, just like their whatever their XG was, they ended up getting that many goals, and whatever their opponent's XG was, they let up like one goal less than that, and now it's just like. The stats are catching up with them, and Leicester, I think, are really very serious title contenders too. They're not no, they ain't no slouches. So, um, this is this is what I expected to happen. They are who we yeah. thought they were. Yeah. Um. Any uh. Any thoughts on uh, on James Madison and uh, Harvey Barnes? I think, dude, I think England are going to be in the Euros. I mean, just looking at how good players. Just looking at how well Leicester's playing, which is like essentially like, I think that should be the core, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got plenty of awesome players who can go out and get you goals and make plays. The one thing, because I, I was thinking about this too in watching recent fixtures and being like, wow, there's a lot of fucking good England talent, but who's going to play goal? Is it still Pickford? Is it no, Henderson? It has to be Henderson. Is Henderson, are, are we saying Henderson is good? It's, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But like, if you look who they're putting out in the field, because then it's also like, you know, they've still got Raz, they've got Mason Mount, they've just, they're stacked. So we'll they are stacked. They're stacked, and they're in, and they're like a very Britishy team. Yeah. Plus, like many of them just look exactly like each other, so it will be difficult to to tell them apart when they hit <laughs> the field together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
uh, another an, an over uncle, um, Sheffield United one, uh, Spurs three. I mean, Sheffield just let in goals. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, here, I'm glad that Sheffield got a taste of glory when they beat 10 man Newcastle United because I think that's going to be it for them the rest of the way out. And this yeah. match just reinforced that. Um, and. and the- and the thing is, is it's like, is it's like they there's something where either they're snake bitten or something's going on. Like their XG was one, Spurs XG was one, result three one, and that just feels so typical for their season. Yeah. Yep. That's them in a nutshell. Yep. Uh, typical boring top four: Liverpool zero, United zero. These games always suck. Yeah, or they at least they have this season. And I mean, yeah. like, the way the table sits right now, United's probably going to be pumped with that result, um, more mm-hmm. so than Liverpool is. But, I mean, statistically, Liverpool dominated this one. But they couldn't do the one thing that matters, which is put it in the back of the net. Yeah. I mean, they had them on possession. They had, their XG was 1.5, and United was just under one. Um, but... Man, just another top four stinker. Yeah. Um, City Palace, uh, City four, Palace zero. I fear that City may have used up all of their luck. Their XG was one. Their XG in this game was one? Yeah. (laughs) That's banana land. I mean, I fear my fear from the back of this game was that the odds makers were right all along when they were setting the title odds. Uh, and that this is just no. Here comes, come here comes City's charge to the top of the table. Oh, just like stinker. just like Vegas wrote it. Stop it. You don't think so? No, dude. You can't be this I mean, far back. Looking, I mean, when we dig into the table, we'll we'll. we'll We'll talk more about City, but I feel like this is the this is their charge to the top right now. Uh, Don't hit the player, hit the game, bro. So you know what's interesting? Uh, so just some uh, a quick some quick uh, KDB porn. <laughs> hit me. Uh, KDB has now assisted a hundred goals in all competitions for Manchester City. 31 more than any other Premier League player since making his debut for the club. Oh, 31. What? How bananas is that? It's it's such an and he's not like Mr. Olympia in terms of that like never gets injured. He's out a lot. He's out a lot. Yeah. Like this isn't even like a per match thing. This is just like hey, like when he's on the pitch. That's like bordering on incomprehensible. Like how does that happen? Like I guess he was the he did have the year that he was like player of the year. He like assisted on every one of their million goals. But that's wild still. <laughs> it is wild. All right. Um uh moving on to my happy place. Uh Arsenal looked great <laughs> against Newcastle. They looked they honestly looked great. Newcastle are bad. Newcastle are bad. 
I think yeah, it's going to be, correct. I think it's actually going to be pretty scrappy at the bottom. I really hope so. Cause like right now it's like, uh, what Fulham's four points off of safety. Yeah. And then it does get a little tight there with Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle. But yeah, I hope you're right. Like right now I'm like, uh, we'll get to the table. We'll get to the table. But that, but it's like, like to me, it was just like, yeah, Newcastle stink. Like I'm happy Arsenal's in, in the top half of the table now. <laughs> uh, Ooh, does that feel nice to say? Yeah. Big 10th place for the old gunners. That's one of the uh-huh. ones where like you would be on a relative scale if they drew or lost that game, you're way more pissed than you are how happy you are if they won that game. Because that's like a game they should yes. win. That. Yes. Yes. Um all right. Uh, West Ham, uh, West Ham, West Brom, real West Brom, West Brom sucks. Yeah. Because we know West Brom sucks because they beat Wolves. West Ham are good <laughs> because they beat West Brom. Therefore, Everton also stinks. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Nailed it. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch this one. Uh, but I love the result for Fulham's sake. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about this one. Uh, Leicester, Chelsea, Leicester. I think I think you might be right, dude. I think they might just do it. I think it'll, like everyone's like they'll drop off, they'll drop off, and then they'll be They're like rolling right now. And then they'll just be like match day thirty five, and they have like four points. They're like up four points, and like they just need like three draws to close it out or something. Yeah, I mean, you know that they're legit when they find different ways to win with different goal scorers seemingly every game. Like, they can beat you a lot of different ways. Um, We can talk more about their title chances when we talk about the table. I do think that they're legit contenders, but uh, I'm going to do a little city chirping after the break. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's. Uh, you want to run through the table first, or, or uh, take? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about the table. Let's do it. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's jump into the table. So, Leicester City, your Leicester with thirty-eight points midway through. Whoever had that midway through this. Midway through the table. I mean, United can still come ahead, but it's looking good. It's looking good. Well, like you said, my Leicester City, I do I do love Leicester, and I've been talking on past episodes about, you know, thinking about wanting to maybe possibly put in for their title odds, and I ask about it every episode. But City's coming on, dog. They're only three points back, and they got two matches in hand. Does that not scare you? Does that not scare you? No. Now that I'm like looking at it, now like seeing them in third, it's actually quite a. I didn't realize they just they're on the five. They've won their last five matches. They're just they're rolling right now, and I think you know, Leicester. I think will keep up their form too, but City's kind of teetering on 
dare I say, unstoppable? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Because the next real test that City has will be Liverpool, February 6th. So we'll see, because they have a run there that goes Liverpool, Spurs, Gunners, all in a row. So that'll be interesting to see what we're saying about City after those that three those three matches. But right now, I'm scared. Yeah, I mean, the punchers seem to be agreeing with you. City minus one fourteen. Um, you're less. You're lesser on eight eight eight. You can get them right now for plus three thousand. They're in first right now, and you can get plus 3,000? Yes. That's a value pick, dog. And I just put just put 50 bucks on that right now. I mean, dude, I'm just I'm just telling you what I'm saying. What the shit? You can get Liverpool right can now. Can four, can you can get <laughs> Liverpool on DraftKings right now for plus 400. What? It's fucking I'm, I'm conti- I continue I mean? to be amazed by all of these uh, these odds every week. I just don't get them. Yeah. But also I hate that our book doesn't give those mid-season futures. I know. We'll find them. Um, um, Fulham, uh, good news for Fulham. Fulham moved up to plus odds for re- relegation. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But I think I think the, you take your wins where you can get them. Yeah, but I think the bottom the bottom of the heat. I think right now it's Palace. I'm Palace is in thirteenth. I think they're gonna drop lower. Wolves fourteenth. I think they're gonna come up. Newcastle fifteenth. I think they're gonna be in the relegation scrap. Mm-hmm. I think Brighton jumps out of the relegation scrap based on where they are. Oh, you just love you just are blinded by your love for Brighton. I am. Uh the one thing about Fulham, dude, two matches in hand. Two matches in yeah. hand. Yeah. But the, also uh Burnley has two matches in hand too, and they're four points four points above us. So that's all Yeah, but I, I just feel like Palace and Newcastle, they're gonna so, I think Yeah, I think I mean, they look really bad. I hope so, especially Palace. My 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 hot take of the table is um, put me down for if you can find it anywhere. Uh, Chelsea to finish outside of the top ten. Whoa! Wow! Hot takes. Whoa! I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's not it's not this just in or breaking news, but like. Chelsea hasn't been that good this season. They've gotten lucky on some results, and they just haven't put it together. They're just like, it's just like a bunch of hired guns that don't play well together. Like they're, they're like, dude, the Germans they got do not are not playing well. Arguably, their best player has been Giroud. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, they're paying out the ass for Pulisic. Uh, Zayich, or however you pronounce his name, Werner, and uh, what was the other big signing with the head? Whoever it was, clearly they're not playing that well, if I can't remember his name. Yeah. Oh, well, Mendy's good, but they also didn't overpay for him. Um, 
Lester right now, you can get Lester top four plus, for plus 750. Oh, put me down for that. That feels, uh, that one truly feels free money. That feels really good. Like, unless they have one of those signature second half Brendan Rodgers collapses. I mean, right now they're five <laughs> points clear of Spurs. Yeah, that's true. Five points clear of Spurs. Spurs do have one one game in hand, but Leicester, I feel, if you just do eye testing all of this, Leicester are better than Spurs. Yes. I would even argue that they're better than United. United just seems to be yes. punching above their weight recently. Yes. Um, and City's going to end up top four. Liverpool's going to end up top four. I mean, I could see. Yeah, and then everything else below that. Like, Everton's not going to end up in the top four. West Ham's not going to end up in the top four. Chelsea, as we just discussed, is going to finish outside of the top ten. You can lock that in and send that one to the bank. You know what might be an interesting one to, uh, like, a a punter's love is to take a look at uh, at uh, Villa, which you can get on uh, that MGM uh, plus 3,000 to finish uh, top four. Because they've right now, everyone's looking at them. They're like, oh, bottom half of the table. I'm going to play 15 games. Yeah, they haven't played since New Year's Day. <laughs> so, you know. So, yeah, that's a cheeky one. That's a cheeky one. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the the table review. Let's jump into the matches. Uh, All right. Where do you want to start, big boy? Okay. So, the one I love here, and this is so fucking weird. Burnley Ooh. at Liverpool. Uh, I love the draw at plus 650. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that when I woke up this morning, we'd be talking about Liverpool and Burnley drawing, but explain yourself. <laughs> um, they're the, they're the Kings, right? They're the, they're the antidote. That's what they are. Wow. If honestly, like, honestly, like, if we had a if we had exact exact score betting, I would do like zero zero four zero. Those would be like my like two score. <laughs> <laughs> you know, love that logic. Love that logic. Like I just feel I like mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be like breaking of the dam type of. <laughs> you don't think I I was thinking that Liverpool was in line for. A bounce back game. I don't think like they were in line for a, a big time bounce back and getting like a resounding three points. I don't think they're going to get that because you know how we've talked about Burnley being that that antidote. But mm-hmm. I just feel like this is going to be a one zero or a two zero for Liverpool. I don't really see it being a zero zero. But hey, I'm not going to stop you. Hey man. The the craziest uh, the craziest part about that. it, yeah, it's just it just feel it feels right. It feels right. That's that's where I'm putting <laughs> one uh, a unit this week. I know it's weird. I just wanted to get it out of the way. 
very early in the pod just so uh, we could get over we could it. Bury it. We could bury yeah. it. We could bury it. Um, uh, Villa at City. I love Villa plus a thousand. Wow. So you're you're more on the uh, rest side of the rest versus rust debate since they haven't played in what two weeks? Yeah, weeks. I love. I mean, I love it. I love it. Plus a thousand. Villa's good, man. Villa is legit good. Yeah, but City has been rolling. I understand, but are they rolling plus a thousand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was, I was, I'm still considering doing city minus one and a half. And the only reason I'm not emphatically pulling that trigger is because the odds are minus one thirty on it. Like I, I just city's a machine. Their squad is built for runs like this, where they have a bunch of matches packed into a tight window. Villa do not scare them. Like fucking half the guys on city have invented and already ran through Grealish's haircut four years ago. So like they're not scared of um, <laughs> so I, I mean are you sure okay. so the last three results for City have been against Palace, Brighton, and Newcastle. Sorry, Palace, Brighton, Chelsea and Newcastle. Those are the last four prime results. I mean, you do Are make you a good sure point there. The- everyone knows that Chelsea's going to finish outside of the top 10. Um, like, but, like, I mean, I still think they, they haven't fucking lost since... I mean, yeah, they also haven't played anyone, but they haven't lost since before Thanksgiving, I think. I think they've only... How many times have they lost this entire season, actually? Let's get our, let's get our facts straight here. They've lost twice. They've lost twice. They lost once to... Um, Spurs and wants to I can't remember who else, but I'm putting all I'm putting my faith in City. Check in back in with me at the very end of the episode whether or not I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is though. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I just think the I think the last time uh so the the last time they played Villa uh is not relevant. Uh, I was hoping that it would be, it would be sooner, but it was in October of 2019. They beat them three, three zero. Right. So it wasn't a mauling. This was like back in peak city. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I just can't do the Sasha close my eyes test and be like, can you see, Villa winning one oh two oh or whatever. Like what do you think it's what do you think the game is the game will play out to? Do you think Villa is gonna shut them out or do you think it's gonna be like five four? I think I think it's gonna be like three two. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, I All think right. I, I think they're gonna I think I think Villa are not gonna care. It sucks that it really sucks that there's no uh there's no fans because i would think that this would be like one of those games where you know if uh if the opposing team scores early 
everyone in the stands gets the tight buttholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like one thing if like Newcastle scores early and you're sitting because you're like, okay, we'll be we're gonna be fine, right? What but if, if it's like, like Villa, a you're like, opponent. yeah, you're like, oh wait, Villa's like kind of good. You know what I mean? But we're should win, yeah. but it's kind of good. And then you just get that tight butthole. It's like a little chirpy. You know what I mean? Like, oh. It's just tense. You can just feel yeah. the tension. Yeah. Yeah. I do miss that. Um, United at Fulham. Fulham getting a ton of respect here. Plus 500 for Moneyline. I was like expecting like in the thousands. I was like, I was like, I mean, relegation team going up against. I think it's I think it's right on, and I think even without Robinson, I think Fulham can still play United tough because, like you know, who's likely going to fill in for Robinson is Joe Bryan, the hero, the hero of the promotion match. Joe Bryan is going to fill in, and he's no fucking slouch. So I don't think there's. I mean, yeah, there's some drop off um, and the, the lack of continuity, but I think Fulham can still play him tough. I agree. Um, man. I, per- personally, I'm um, I'm torn between. The under two and a half at plus one hundred five, and Fulham plus one at minus one fifteen, because I think Fulham's D is great, and I really don't think they let up more than two goals. And you get the plus odds when you hit the under, but is it worth breaking my contract with Hammer the over to bet the under? <laughs> What 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 are your thoughts if you if you were to guide me here? Fulham plus one or the under? I feel like you go you go under. I know it's blasphemous for both of us to think that, but I think that's probably the move. Fulham are like organized. They play yeah. work. So there's like no not bad. Way to say. Yeah. All right. I'm doing. I'm put me down. I'm doing Fulham United under two and a half plus one hundred five for one unit. There it is. Newcastle at Villa. Um, I feel like on this one, Newcastle is getting too much hate. This is a it, it's a wild spread here. Oh, if you think about of, like, it's a lot it's, of respect. <laughs> it's really funny though to think about in in two matches that are three days apart. Villa find themselves at plus a thousand against City, and then yeah. three days later, Newcastle is plus 440 against Villa, that same Villa. So it's just like such a huge swing in disparity. It's just funny to see with, I don't know, you know, what that says about any of those teams and like what it would be if uh, City played Newcastle, but yeah, there's some juice here. Are you going to, I mean, if you're going to bet <laughs> Villa, if you're going to bet Villa money line against that's, city then like yeah, are you yeah, gonna that's what i'm doing that's what i'm doing you know what it might make sense to wait to see how because if villa beats city then obviously that line's gonna move right yo yeah then newcastle will go even higher up i mean they're getting so much respect it's crazy that they're getting so disrespected at city yeah and then so much respect here against Newcastle. I feel yeah. like, like if you re- if you really truly think that uh, Villa is going to beat City, then you should just put the whole mortgage on this Villa mi- minus two ten against Newcastle right now as well, 
because then if Villa does beat City, you're never going to get odds as good as minus 210. Did I just break your brain right there? Oh, my God. All right, three units on Villa. (laughs) Three units on Villa versus Newcastle. (laughs) Yes, let's go. I love this shit. That's what I'm doing. There's only there's only four matches on the slate, and Sasha's way. got five. Sasha's got five units in play. This is the way. Let's do it. This is the way. All right, that's it. Short that's week. it. We hit them all. So short yeah. week. So I've got uh, Fulham United under two and a half plus one five for one unit, and Sasha, you got you're busy. I got the Burnley Liverpool draw. I got Newcastle at Villa, three units on Villa, and I, uh, and I'm taking Villa at City, plus a thousand. A punch. I love drink. this so much. I love this so much. You've just got you've. This is literally like the long shot parlay of the week right here. That's what this is. If you were to parlay it, because wild. I love your ambition. We'll leave it at that. This is the buy Bitcoin of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on that note we will be back next week early next week um, early next as week. we said the fixtures get wonky from here on out but we'll make sure that you've got all of the best bets to keep you covered for the rest of the Premier League season bye everybody bye